Happy New Year, and thanks for joining us for the January 13th, 2023 episode of Dan Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel podcast. I'm Dennis, and I'll be your host as we recap the latest super news that caught our attention across the multiverse. But as the show title suggests, it'll probably mostly be Marvel. Um, later in this episode, we'll be putting a spotlight on the 2004 Halle Berry film Catwoman, but before that, we'll be getting some Q&A in with the remaining survivors that agreed to watch it with me. Uh, for those of you tuning in, don't be shy. We love hearing from you in the comments. And if you can't get enough of us, you should visit patreon.com slash Media, where you'll find a variety of creative offerings, including recent episodes of our live after show, The Soapbox. Um, patrons get exclusive access to chat with us. But if that's not your thing, don't worry. We release them to the public at a later date. Uh, another th show on there is also Cracking Snap, which is uh, my friend Chi and I uh, get together once a week and talk about Marvel Snap. Um, but yeah, that's there's all kinds of stuff you can find there. Um, and then, okay, now that all those formalities are out of the way, let's get everyone out here so that I'm not by myself. First up, he's the Royland to my Harmon. It's Ricky. I don't. I don't like that intro. <laughs> that man just got allegations today. We're a duo. Come on, we're a duo. <laughs> oh no, I don't want to be that part of the duo. <laughs> That's the abuser part of the duo. Duo. Uh, I just had to get that in there. It's it's it was just it was too good. It was too fresh. I'll try and come up with a better one next time. Okay. Um, let's get our guest who's been patiently waiting for us, and I know probably was laughing about that one <laughs> out here. Former co-host of this very show and someone who's always down to clown. It's Frank. Hey, yo, how's everyone doing today? Happy New Year, everyone. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. How's your guys' uh, 2023 been so far? Pretty chill it's since we haven't been wet. doing the show. <laughs> Rainy. Is this, is this the first show back from the of the New Year? You know what? This is the first show in like a month, I think. Oh, yeah, when was the last um, one? We did uh, December 1st, Black I think. Panther, Guardians, right? No, Guardians of no, the Guardians. Galaxy. Oh, the Christmas, the Christmas special. The what do you guys think special. of that? Or um, holiday? Is it holiday? I mean, you you're just rhetorically asking because you watch the show, right? Yeah, I'm rhetorically asking because I number one watched the show. Number two, uh, we talked about it on on uh, Slack, and then uh, I don't know, I don't know. I just was right. making conversation. I'm just making polite conversation. I'll be sure to include a link to the to that video <laughs> just, uh, right just there. Put it, just put it right over yeah. my fucking stupid yeah. face. It yeah, wasn't cool. my cup of tea. Wow! But I'm not gonna yuck someone's Christmas yum. So. Wow! But you kind of you kind of did though. You yeah. did a little bit. Wow! You yucked it. You is that is that is bit. that Mr. Scrooge? Is that Frank Cross? Right? Yep. Exactly. Um, I I gotta say I I've seen a lot of content last year that created a lot of new Christmas songs, and that one <laughs> sure. that one topped topped them all. That was great. You know, I'd actually never heard of that band. I can't even think of the name of the band, but I. I don't know how they existed since like the eighties or the seventies or some I know, shit. Right? Bootleg B fifty twos, right? Yeah, what the hell, man? I never heard of them. <laughs> They're crazy. They were like the the people on the on Fox that were talking about um I don't know, racial acceptance, but they were like under the guise of being purple skinned or something like that. I don't remember what the what, what the story was, but they were like purple skinned and they were all like, Hey, accept everybody, like stop being assholes. Even back then, man. Even back then. That that wasn't they might be giants. No, no, it was uh the crazy 88s or the 72s the or, it's some oh, number hold on the, the, the number let me the look number. it up uh what have you guys been nerding out on lately 
Ricky, you take it first. Ooh. Um, what have, I mean, a, remember the context of the question. I don't want to hear schoolwork. <laughs> it's been a lot of that. Um, <laughs> now that's not what you it, nerd but, out. On. I mean, I. <laughs> I've been exploring the the opt the you guys know what Chat GPT is? Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen. That. I've been uh, manipulating that tool um, for well, educational purposes. For everyone, it's a it's a tool. It's a okay. chat AI that mm -hmm. uh, makes makes code. It, it does generate. more than code. It does well, it does like um, just text and and yeah. uh, you know. So using my brain with Chat GPT's brain, and you know. Like just text and you know, you know. C codes and then text and you know. Yeah, text and you know. So what do you do? You you tell it what you want it to code. Oh, yeah, what I want to write, and it'll write what I want it to write. So if I can give an example, I asked it, um, I asked it a question like, you know, how's my day gonna go, or is my day gonna go well today? And it was all like, you're an idiot. I can't answer that. And so like I was all like, okay, write me an eight ball program. So it wrote me an eight ball program. And then I asked the eight ball program, how's my day? Is my day going to go well today? And it said, yes. And I'm like, okay. You could, you could ask it to write you an article uh, on the best deck in Marvel Snap. And it'll give you a pretty good AI generated article on the best deck in okay. Marvel Snap. Um, That's interesting. But it's, it's a pretty cool tool that I've just been exploring for, uh, for school, school and whatnots. But aside from that. Wait, uh, for, for school to cheat at school? You know, it's 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 a tool. Okay, okay. Like it's a tool. Fair enough. It's like a pencil, um, basically. You know, your words, not mine. <laughs> I we finished Andor. That show's great. Nice. That, why that did, show. Why did it take you so long to finish Andor? Uh, because of school. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> so you were just hyping it up without even finishing it. I've watched. I would watch each episode like with subtitles, but I wouldn't listen to each episode. Um, okay for the sake right. of not watch intruding on my my partner's sleep gotcha so, mm -hmm. so wait so you're that's saying you love right there it that's love yeah okay cool wow what about you frank uh i have not watched andor yet and uh i'll, I'll get to it eventually it's on it's on my list uh, just binging Martin right now, right? I am. I'm, Martin is way better than it has any right to be. Like, like it's the nineties, like, yeah, the old Martin show. So I saw the reunion, and uh, I was all like, "Man, this show's funny." They were showing clips of the the show, and I'm all, I, I was like laughing out loud, which is not something I generally do. And uh, I watched the the show, and like I was just laughing. It was laugh out loud funny. Like everything was really great, and uh, a lot of the humor picks up. Um, the subtle social issues that they talk about are still going on today, which is slightly depressing, but they're funny enough to hide that, you know, to, to kind of sweep that depression under the rug. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so Martin's one thing I'm binging. Uh, we also were rewatching Weeds, um, mm -hmm. which is another thing where social issues, again, are still around from 2005 when that came out. And the show is still laugh out loud funny. Except and Weed is legal now. Except weed is legal yeah. now, so it's really weird watching it, and they're all like trying to hide, and it's basically Breaking Bad, but like with weed. It's like Baby's first yeah. Breaking Bad. It's like watching Breaking Bad if it were about like the Prohibition or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but aside from that, I've just been playing a lot of video games, uh, Mortal Kombat X, and uh, uh, what's the other one? Assassin's Creed. I just started, and I just finished Alan Wake. So, ooh, that's a good game. 
eventually I'll play new games, but uh, you know, we'll get there. Yeah, I just started up uh, The Witcher Three on PS Five. Oh, the, nice. The update. How, how's um, the update? It looks pretty, man. It looks really pretty. You can turn on ray tracing on it, and it, it looks nice. It, there's parts of the game that do not handle that well, and like it's too pretty, and then there's flickering and stuff. But like for the most part, the game looks amazing. And they there actually are, did. I thought it was really cool. They actually did um, control updates to make it friendlier for consoles because that's actually the reason I never finished it back in the day is like I didn't really like the console controls too much. They were a little clunky. Um, they're better now. And then, of course, I immediately, once I got all excited about the controls and everything, I went and sat down and played Gwent. <laughs> <laughs> I just love I just love Gwent in that game. Gwent's a cool I've never touched the Witcher games, but I always like Gwent for some reason. Didn't they oh. rip that out to its own thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's, that's, the that's rules are the rules are different in the, uh. in the the actual like it's way easier to cheat in the in the single player one. Gotcha, like, gotcha. Or just be awesome at it. Like you can, you know, it's less balanced, and that's what's fun about it, I guess, because you can just like dominate some AI and be like, "You're such an idiot, God, you're so stupid, AI." Like, that's where'd you learn to play Gwent? You just, you just dunk on the AI. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, what pretty uh? Much. Yeah. What else are you doing? Weren't you saying you were watching a show or you just got done watching something? Uh, I just, I mean, we've been binging um, The Circle lately. Um, I love that show so much. It's like, it's it's one of the best reality shows um, just because like, it's just all kind of like behind. You just like catfishing. Social media. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of catfishing, um, but it's, it's a lot of figuring out whose catfish is, but it's also just... It's also just about how good are you at building relationships without actually ever meeting somebody physically. And uh, I think it's... it's, it's you should cool watch show. the Manti Teo documentary on Netflix. It's a, it's a sports documentary, but it's around a catfishing incident. Yeah, that was pretty... No, but I don't, like, I don't like depressing catfishing. Like, that's not... No. It's depressing, but at there is a point where you're like, man, that's kind of impressive. No, 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 I don't like that. Like, like the example in in the circle, people get to choose whether or not they want to be a catfish or they want to represent themselves. And like these two people that came in as themselves, um, they basically got like eliminated on like the first episode. And so what the producers do or did for this season for the double elimination is they have a, a an apartment that's two bedrooms. And they offered them the opportunity to move into that room, that apartment together and assume the identity of this like total random lady that, that Netflix created for the show. And so they're like, you want to be a catfish and you can split the prize or you can go home. And they're like, well, hell yeah. And so like, it's really fun to watch these people, these two people who have never met each other before now live together and like have to be this 50 year old like dog trainer lady who like who, who has to convince all these other younger people to like them and stuff like that it's really funny man it's 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 just a it's a lot of good drama but like a lot of really funny moments in that show and so what's it on what what station netflix it's on netflix, netflix. okay what the station best. wow what I'm station old. did i turn yeah. into my dad your Calling source yeah. for all the catfishing content but it's yeah. like one of the most popular shows on netflix and that's like they actually produce uh multiple versions of it like all like they have like 
the circle Brazil and the circle like Japan and like they have all these different ones. And what's really cool, basically, what's really cool is like they all use the same building, so they actually have to rotate, you know, like production schedules because it's always the same room or same apartments, but like. So you you know you after a while you just kind of know the layouts of like the the different apartments and stuff and it's pretty funny, um, but yeah th- that is the latest thing I've been watching. I don't remember what else I specifically I told you I, I've been watching, but you know I think it was the menu. Um, oh, I watched the menu. Show, yeah, that's a movie last week. Um, it's pretty good if you're one. if you're into foodie stuff. Like if you've ever eaten at a fine dining restaurant and you just felt like. This is too bougie, um, but I somehow ended up here, so that's kind of my fault too. You know, like yeah. if you ever been in that situation, that movie is awesome. Like, if you can't relate to it, if you're only like the kind of guy that just likes eating like burgers and hot dogs and whatever, I mean, like I've eaten fine. at a two story McDonald's. Where does that? Oh shit! Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know Ricky was on that level of bougie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, Anya Taylor Joy and Ray Fiennes are just awesome in that movie. Okay. Um, highly recommend it. If not you, Nicholas if Holt, you like. no, not Nicholas. Never Nicholas Holt. I don't dislike Nicholas Holt in that movie, but he's not the reason I go see that any movie. Period. Ever. <laughs> um. So uh, last week, or maybe it was two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago for our anniversary, we went to this place in uh, Bellevue called Ascend. And it's like this fine dining that's like on the 30 something floor where you can see this panoramic view of downtown Bellevue and you can see all the way to Seattle. And uh, they had like uh, Miyazaki Wagyu beef that was like uh, 50, 51 dollars an ounce. And you had to you buy a minimum should watch menu. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm totally stoked to go see menu now. Now that, yeah. now that you've said all that. Yeah, it's pretty good. And like you do know, it's it's like a dark comedy slash horror movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. what I was hearing. Okay, cool. I heard th- uh, there was two of them that are similar to that that are out right now, and I can't remember what the second one it was. It was like Dreamlight or Twilight I or I don't know something something else something yeah. not as well received as as the menu. Maybe the Beach Light, Beach Light. I highly know. recommend it. I I think I recommend everything with Anya Taylor Joy in it. I even love her in uh, New Mutants, which I know a lot of people don't like. Um, Mutants was all right. I think the only one that was yeah. kind of like eh was uh, that one where she's an old lady or something, or that's the twist at the end. So sorry if uh, nobody's seen it, <laughs> but I just gave away the ending. She's now, the old lady. Now our viewers are going to watch every Anya Taylor Joy movie. Yeah, I want to find the old lady movie. They're going to be like, damn it. Oh, you know what? I know what movie you're talking about. What? Oh, it's uh, Last yeah. Night in Soho. That's but right. you know what? I'm not going to knock her for that movie. She's good in that movie. True. Okay. She's good in it. Like that's that's what I like. That's what I had to say about the menu is she and Ray Fiennes are amazing in it. I don't know if the movie's like. I don't know how well the movie will hold up, you know, or but she they carry it. They carry it. Ray Fiennes is M, right? In the newer James Bond. Okay, he's he's Voldemort and he's Voldemort. Yeah, he's a great actor. And he's Hades. He's Hades. He was also in in the best Red Red Dragon, right? Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh god, he he had the hair lip. That's right. I saw that movie in the theaters as a child. Yeah, that's not surprising at all. (laughs) In the oh man, that's yeah. As a child, when you say child, what what do you what year are you saying? Last year. Oh, last yeah. year. Okay, got it. <laughs> I didn't know they re-released. I was, they I was a big Ed Norton fan as a kid, so 
Perfect, well, perfect. Ed I mean, Norton and just, Ralph Cramden and the other honeymooners. That's just how we like looking at you. It's fine. <laughs> that's true. Um, but we do rely on you to uh, your youthful charm to to cultivate the news for us. So, would you like to do that for us now? I would. First news of 2023. Um, I feel like a lot of shit pretty kind of happened, and uh, a lot of shit hasn't happened in the year or the month that we haven't done this. It's true. It's true. I mean, like. That like yeah, like we said earlier, the last thing that we talked about on this show was Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, holiday special. And we didn't even talk about a... Avatar. We saw Avatar. Yeah. The last Airbender. Yes. The M Night Shyamalan vehicle. You know, I don't. I don't feel like that move that that franchise belongs in in this space. But that's just me. Like I don't. I don't. I, I haven't seen it. Well, let me uh, adjust the news here for a minute. I'm not proud to have seen two billion dollars, <laughs> three sequels. You, you, you were a fan of the first one, though, right, Dennis? I like the first one and yeah. enough, you know, but I don't, I don't like love the. First I don't think. One. I think that's where I'm at with this. One. I don't know if I. They wrote an out on the third movie. It's pretty clear that they're gonna do all five movies. I don't know if I want the the five. I could probably I, do one more. I didn't well, want. I, I didn't want two or three or four. I can't really speak five. for you, Ricky, but me and Dennis will be dead uh, at the pace they're coming out with. You probably will be. Yeah. Yeah. Like tw- twenty years from I now. I thought they're doing one every year. Oh, is it? Is uh, it? One they're increasing is, the pace. Next is twenty twenty four. Oh, one every other year. And then I believe after twenty twenty four, it's every year. Oh, okay. They're, they're oh, so, right so we're not waiting thirteen years for. Well, no. three's already done. Oh, okay. Did they, yeah. they, they, they did it simultaneously with two? Yeah, they shot with they shot three and parts of four together. It's because Sam Worthington's uh, schedule is so busy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's got so, he's got Clash of the Titans. Yeah, reunion. Clash Five, Man of the Ledge Two. Yeah. Anyways, we're not here to talk about Avatar. We want to talk about the news. Yeah, well, I mean, it's still still Disney adjacent. Um, the mouse is turning a hundred, or I guess Disney's turning a hundred. Oh, uh, what right? Disney's older than the mouse. Wait, why is Goofy Spider-Man? What bullshit is that? Anyways, as part of the 100th celebration of Disney, they are releasing some variant covers, 12 to be exact, with their uh, with Disney's iconic characters taking the place of uh, Marvel's iconic characters. So a little sampler of uh, some, some of the offering that they have. <laughs> this is Those the darkest really timeline. Cool. Mm-hmm. It's called I, Brand I actually, Synergy. I want to give them money. And you know what? When when Disney bought Marvel, this is the kind of shit we said was going to happen. It is, and then they ended up with like, remember how back in the day the 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 uh, Simpsons used to like parody Marvel as best as they could because they, yeah. they they couldn't like, and then the day like Disney did like a full on like Mar or sorry the Simpsons did a full on like Avengers special in in the show or something, and I'm like this is no this is weird like it's. The world's different now when yeah. corporations own smaller corporations that own smaller ones, and they can do stuff like this. Yeah, they can do stuff like this at a win. You know, I do like Pluto as the Silver Surfer, though. I think that's—I don't know if that's a step up from Lawrence Fishburne or if it's a maybe a lateral step. You just reminded me. I don't know why. Probably because I, I for some reason I associate the Silver Surfer with like drugs. <laughs> and uh and then i my brain, my, my brain went from drugs to 
um, to Scooby-Doo. Have you guys seen the new Velma show is on HBO Max? Mm-mm. I've heard mixed feelings on it. Is it live action or cartoon? No, cartoon. it's a cartoon, but it's for adults. Yeah, it's an adult. It's, so it's violent, uh, probably graphic in other ways. And uh, and they kind of like they reimagine the characters as more diverse. Um, mm-hmm. So like uh, Sam Richardson plays Shaggy. Um, that guy's funny, by the way, if you if you've never seen anything with Sam Richardson before. Who's Sam Richardson? Um, he's in Veep. Um, uh, you always bring up Veep, and I never know. Yeah. Veep is great. Um, I'm trying to remember what else he's. Like. He's up. also in Ted Lasso. Still he's haven't the... seen that. Okay. Well. Yeah. Anyways, uh, he's in Hocus uh, Pocus too, guys. Yes, there you go. All right, there, there's one. Oh, okay, yeah, that guy, that guy, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, but it looks pretty crazy, and Mindy Kalen is producing it, and uh, is the voice of Velma. And I don't think the dog is in it. Oh, it's like them in high school. I yeah, guess it costs, it costs money. How, how do they ex- how do they explain the dog or or do they? He wasn't I think it's yet? maybe it's a prequel. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't watched it yet, but I saw the trailer for it today and I'm like, I need to watch this. Well, speaking <laughs> of dogs, I wanted to see uh, that Disneyland yeah. Paris. Uh, they're going to do an Avengers drone show as oh. part of their nightly uh, entertainment lineup. Thought it was kind of cool um, to see cool. them get in the drone space. Hopefully that comes to the Disney lands and worlds here in the U.S. That's nice. They did uh, a drone show for uh, for uh, New Year New Year's at the Space Needle, and it was amazing. They like we watched the the pre recording of it or the pre uh, pre show. <laughs> they did like some sort of like pre precursor to the New Year's show, and they were doing like Pokemon shapes and like crazy things with the drones. Yeah, like, I want a cool drone show. I don't want fireworks. That's, yeah, yeah. We've had that shit for hundreds of years. Give me drones. Hundreds of years. Yeah, <laughs> hundreds. Um, no, I'm glad. I'm glad to have drones. Like, just kill Mysterio with them, and yeah, maybe lay waste mm-hmm. to London. Mm-hmm. Um, dogs they don't hate them yeah i was curious how uh how you you were gonna tie that into the dog thing but there you go you did it 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 took you a while (laughs) took you a while what else you got i always bring it back but uh he's back and he's back boys he is back in the form of a documentary coming to disney plus this year who is he Uh, for the stan lee stan lee uh who passed away a few years ago his, Shit. Uh, he did. Mm-hmm. They shoved robot parts in him, and he's animatronic now. Everybody. Yeah, they brought him back. Well, no, it's to celebrate his hundred-year uh, birthday. This uh, was it in December. So he's as old as Disney. He wow. is as old as Disney. Um, he gets a documentary, which will be debuting at some time in uh, 2023. Okay, oh, that's right. cool. Who's going to play the... him? Sebastian Stan? <laughs> yes. Margot Austin Robbie. We'll, we'll be playing a young, young Stanley. All right. All right. And last but not least, we got a new Ant-Man trailer. Um, usually a second trailer doesn't necessarily warrant uh, our attention on the Mostly Marvel podcast. But I feel like the little glimpses of our boy Modoc was a big development. Yep. Uh-huh. Is a pretty big... Uh, addition to the mcu pun intended 
so, I don't know so, how I feel about that one. How do you guys do you guys feel the that the, the rumors are true and that he is a uh, Darren Cross? Yeah, they sh- there is a picture of of a uh, unmasked Modok. With did he him. look Darren Cross to you? Though? Yes, it is Darren Cross. He did. Okay. Why are you spoiling? You're just spoiling. It. They show it's, it's, it's in they, the trailer. It's, it's in the trailer. No, oh, in the trailer in the background there is a big ass Darren Cross head. You think that's Darren? I don't know. It looks like maybe I'm, maybe it, I'm right? racist against white people. Or something? We're talking about Yellow Jacket, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird. You know, like I, I know. Is it a little I dirty know. that Modok's in the quantum realm? Do you yeah. you want to aim aim Modok? Yeah, I had a whole thing. I because I knew you were going to bring this up, mm-hmm. and and like, and I think this is going to segue really well into the conversation we have later about Catwoman. About but patience. Like, but I think I think the problem I have with the way when when you present the MC when you present Marvel as a series of movies, you know, right? And you only get like a two hour movie every you know few months, and so you, you can't get them as often as you can. Um, you lose you lose the ability to like weave things in in a in a way that 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 is more fluid, like the Marvel comics. Aim, Hydra, and the Hand just are entities that never go away. They're just always persistent in that universe. Right? And so, like, it's fine when you add a new character to Aim or when you add a new character to, you know, like, when they're they're meant to be uh, places to, like, fit in a character of a certain type of origin, right? So you want a new sci-fi origin character? Ah, Go to Aim. You know, like you want you want a mystical ninja type character. Oh, you're in the hand. You know, like when you don't have those and you start watching the movies try to squeeze characters in where they don't fit or or met or, or mash them into something else like like we did with Ta- Taskmaster. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? It gets weird. And so but I don't like, think AIM would work in the MCU, though, like. I, I know not? the AIM has been in the MCU. AIM, AIM, well, first of all, AIM has been in the MCU yes. in Iron Man 3. But it was just like a... And uh, it was fine. It worked fine. Like, but they weren't evil, right? Yes, it was they, just yes, a, they were. Yes, you don't they think were. they were evil? No, I, yes, don't, they I don't were. I don't. I think the people running AIM were evil, but I don't think AIM as a company was an evil entity they, they in had Iron Man 3. Where did you get anything to present that to you? That where did you decide aim's not evil though they're not all bad yeah what given what you were presented in the story because the head dude was working on extremis and uh, guy, guy how Pierce many other dudes on... did you meet just him just then why would you assume that aim is not evil because aim's a bigger company there's like probably like a, they're probably working on a cool aim, shit, shit aim over there is the aim is the product of the head dude no. Whoever the guy in charge of AIM is, everything underneath it is going to be suiting his needs. By that logic, Stark Industries is pretty shitty. Yes, yeah, Stark was, Industries yes. is shitty. That's the and whole, that's why that's, the whole that's point why of he the spends, story of Iron Man. Yes, exactly. You are correct. <laughs> that's the arc, and that's why like Obadiah Stane was fighting against uh, Tony Stark and trying to take over the company. And that's why Tony has to spend the rest of his life doing countless heroic acts to 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 balance out all of the evil that his company has done in the in the world and every step of tony's journey he learned just how deep the evil goes and he learned about perception like in sokovia how he's perceived as evil is and the next thing still you're... trying to atone for it yeah is the next thing you're going to tell me is not everybody in hydra is bad 
Yeah, the guy that uh, that, I mean, that installs was, the toilets. That might um, be on the list, good. but I don't, I don't know if I don't know if I want to die on that hill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, those are Nazi adjacents. <laughs> if AIM was Nazi adjacent, AIM, I think it'd be a little. AIM is Nazi adjacent. AIM is the tech group that's a spinoff of Hydra. Are they really? Yeah. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Or, or, or maybe he was going to talk about the nice guy in hand, the guy that that volunteers at soup kitchen, local soup <laughs> kitchens, and and uh, reads to the orphanage. I'm, I didn't know that. I, I didn't. I didn't know they were somewhat connected. Because I thought yeah, Hydra was yes. the was the science division of Nazis. Nah. So the science people well, I mean, got more science for people? the purposes of the MCU. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but Hydra's Hydra's really just like they were working alongside the Nazis. Okay. Like, um, but it's not that they were the more and and, and they're not necessarily the sciencey ones because they were also. The group looking for the mystical artifacts and stuff too. They're you know more of I mean? a like, terrorist organization, though. Yeah, for the okay. most part. Anyways, don't die All on right. that hill. Okay. <laughs> and rounding out some of the news from our hiatus, we've got some toys. Let's uh, let's walk through what we got coming up in the Marvel Legends space. New ones, new ones. I just got my Conchu Wave figures. Oh uh, shit! In the mail yesterday. Chaad. Ooh, is Chode? the build of Chaad or Chaod, however you want to pronounce it? Um, I think it's I think it's Chaad. Um, the Star Jammer um, and his sidekick. I forget the name of that little Wait, guy. Wendigo. Uh, no, sure. Um, the <laughs> is Wendigo. the uh, the build a figure for the new X Men, the first X Men series uh, of the year. I think there's going to be more than one because. This marks the 60th anniversary of the X-Men mm -hmm. uh, this year, 2023. So they have a lot planned. They I already showed you guys earlier uh, in December. They did the pre-orders for all the uh, blue and yellow um, costumes for uh, for like all the characters from the Jim Lee comics. Um, but yeah, this wave is going to include Chamber, which that is an amazing. Looking that Chamber head. is sick. Yeah, that is really cool. Uh, chamber. Keep going, Ricky. Corsair. Nice. See, not oh, only yeah. do we get he makes good RAM. Not only do we get <laughs> one star jammer, but we get two. Like I, I've been waiting forever for oh, them. Shit. Astonishing Cyclops on a new body uh that's on the same body as Vulcan, um, which is kind of funny. Um that's that's really cool. A brand new They're astonishing related. Emma Frost. Pretty um, good. I love Pretty that good. figure. It looks it looks really good. I like the cape. Oh, Fang shit. from the uh, Imperial Guard of the Shi'ar Empire. That's dope. And um, Kid Omega. This is using the the uh, smaller Amazing Fantasy 15 body for Spider-Man, hmm. I believe. So it's like the it's the new pinless uh, young teenager kid uh, like body. So he's you know he's shorter and stuff. And who's looks Kid Omega? Cool. I'm not familiar with him. Um, isn't he from uh? He's from um, what's his name? Uh, Grant Morrison's run on on New X Men, right? What does what does Kid Omega do? Man, I don't remember. I <laughs> I went in He's and an out Omega of uh, level Grant mutant. Morrison's run. I think uh, that if that was around if if that was around that time, it was like two thousand two thousand ish or something. Like I was kind yeah. of out by two thousand one ish, and then back by two thousand five ish. So. And then. Uh, Monet, yeah, Saint Saint Croix. Croix. Saint Croix. Uh, 
I don't remember what she does, but I know she's in that comic that I made you guys read, or I made she, Frank like read. her, her bracers. She is kind of cool. She's a Hellion, though, right? She's from the Massachusetts Academy. Um, I, I that's know why her, she's wearing that. I know outfit. her mostly from X Factor. She bangs uh, multiple men, but uh, actually, a bunch of people bang multiple men in that one. But uh, <laughs> she she has, I think, she has the generic uh, super strength and invulnerability kind of yeah. power set. She, yeah, she might have something else too. She's in the Powers of X, House of X story, I remember. Yeah, but she didn't be, play a big part. Was that all of them, Ricky? I don't. That was it. From and that wave, showed. were there more? Mm, no, maybe that was all of them. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty cool wave, and that's like the first, uh, you know, the first wave if you don't count the the special box sets that they're putting out. Um, but yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to see more because like. I've, I mean, we've been collecting, you know, Marvel Legends collectors have been collecting for 21 years now and not one Star Jammer, not one. And Who so, are the Star Jammers? <laughs> it's, uh, they're space pirates. Dad's pirate team. Are they space mutants? No, but no. Corsair is, is, uh, the father of three notable mutants, Havoc, Cyclops, and, and Vulcan. So just and he makes good for uh, for parts. the sake of our audience. <laughs> for the sake is the mutant gene something that only humans can pass along, or they're like no space no. humanoids that also have the mutant gene. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why it has to be space humanoids. Space like, humanoids. I I mean Namor is a mutant. Yeah, but he's on Earth. Yeah, he's an that, Earth humanoid. To be on Earth does not is not what makes you human. Otherwise, my dog would be a human. It makes you an Earthling. I think we're for splitting hairs here, but we're not splitting hairs. <laughs> Wait, dogs can be mutants, can't they? Yeah, anything can be a mutant. But if it's do the Inhumans count as mutants? No, they're just Inhumans, right? Because That's Professor they got, X they get has the a myth. very Professor X has a very dickish, very very specific definition of what a mutant is, and it's a gene that you're born with. Yeah, yeah. maybe maybe like that. Yes, the Inhumans have a different gene that they're born with, that is then activated with by, by the Terrigen mist, by the mist, yeah. the Sierra mist, the Sierra mist, yeah. the Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. That's good that, stuff. Yeah, we yeah. we've all seen the the the, the yeah. Inhuman show, so we know. We yeah, know I saw that. About it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that amazing you know, vehicle for Anson Melter, you know, whatever his name is. That's honestly a really good point uh, that I I always want to remind. I'm always happy to remind people is like like I you know if you're tuning into the show, this is awesome. Thank you so much. Um, if you're tuning in because you think that we are the nerdiest of of Marvel or DC or whatever fans ever. You're probably wrong because I have never watched Inhumans. There, I draw a line at certain. Days. I remember um, on my most recent trip to Hawaii, we went to, I believe it's called Kualoa Ranch. Yes. Kula where Ranch. they where they filmed, uh, I guess, most notably Jurassic Park, but also yeah. a ton of other movies. I think Jumanji is probably the most recent big movie. It's also where you can get some good grass-fed beef. Good, get some good beef there. Um, oh. But... During our little tour of the ranch to see all the shooting locations, they pass by this like rock thing. And they're like, "Guess what Marvel property shot here?" 
Oh no! And, yeah, they name dropped the Inhumans. They were pretty proud of that one. Most of well, their scenes seem to be either in some nondescript building or like a. Now that I think about Hawaii. it, I believe that movie wasn't that or that show was like it, in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it it yeah, yeah. was in Hawaii. I only know that because I went to the Marvel Inhumans panel at Comic Con, <clears throat> and I saw just the scenes they showed me. And I leaned over to my wife and I was like, this show looks bad. <laughs> like, and uh, so you yeah. didn't see Karnak trip and fall. <laughs> Karnak no. of all people tripping. and OK, no, nope. he trips and falls and bonks his head and loses his powers. Mm -hmm. Oh, I heard I heard Medusa gets her head shaved. She does. Yeah. Her yeah. Own invulnerable hair, I guess, is vulnerable. Well, it's to expensive. So. Clippers. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. All right. I'll, think, I'll say uh, I'll say that her hair didn't look expensive. All right, I, oh. I think I think uh, Ricky, I know where you're going with this. I don't have a cool intro uh, for this other than we wanted to do something different for this year. We wanted to celebrate these all these fun guests that we have come on the show, especially Frank, who you know did his tour of duty for over a year on this show, um, and I just kind of felt like instead of doing trivia that like doesn't necessarily tell you much about us it just tells you what kind of stupid nerdy thing we consumed at some point in our lives and now it's stuck in our brain i thought i would try and go out there and find the questions that that people want to know about us and i wanted to Ooh. find i find the questions that i think some of them specifically for frank um, but these are kind of open to all of us for sure so we're gonna do q and a and then we'll insert some cool music there later at some date. Yeah. Like so, the ball fondlers Q, 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 Q. So here we go. I got some uh, from various people out there on the, in the world. Uh, first one, at Ilgamesh asked, Frank, I heard you have several tattoos. How many? What's your nerdiest? And where's your dirtiest? Hmm. Ooh. Hmm. Interesting. Let me see. How many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have nine tattoos. Uh, my dirtiest is on my boob. Um, but that's my daughter's name, so then it that removes the dirty the dirty factor. Yeah. Cancel uh, out. I would say the nerdiest is either Link from Legend of Zelda on my arm, or my Green Lantern tattoo on my my right hand. Let's see it. I think the Green Lantern oh. one's probably nerdier. You think that's nerdier? Yeah. The, the I mean, you the, physically have a Green Lantern ring on your. That's what they give beard. the Mexican Green Lanterns that join the core. They they can't give them. They can't be bothered to give them a real, a real ring. They just they just tack one on there and you know tell you good luck. Isn't the most prominent or not the most current Green Lantern Mexican? Right? I, I, I don't know actually I, I i stopped keeping up with comic books recently like i just kind of dropped it off i can't i can't recall her name but i believe the most current one is but could be wrong mm, that's cool um yeah i would say that that's that's the nerdiest and people at cons always want to touch it like if they see that they have a tattoo and i have a tattoo they're all like oh let's touch rings and i'm like this is weird this is weird. Like when you go to orgies with them and they're all like, oh, let's touch rings for a second. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want any right now. So thanks for working the orgy end of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if, if Disney Marvel can do it during Thor, they could work in four sure. instances of orgies. Then I can, we could do it too. And this is yeah, still yeah. family friendly. It gets us it's a PG 13. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It gets us a PG 13. We have one F bomb that we can use. I think I used it already. Though. Yeah. You already did. Yeah. Sorry, well, guys. 
well, let's see. Let's see if we can keep the PG-13 going. Up next, her at Hermione, Hermione Banger, uh, <laughs> best video game theme song. Hmm. Ooh. I'll leave that up for a minute. Best I think that's for open to all of us. It's going to be the Niles Rogers sick Halo rift from Halo 2. That that theme song just gets you going. That is a pretty good one. Do you guys? I, do you guys? There was an album by the artist Compute Her, which was a chip tune album, and I, for whatever reason, high school just loved it. I loved uh, every minute of that whole chip tune album, but just that. And I feel like I hear people in like the video game space like talk about listening to chip tune music and for whatever reason like i just i can't find myself pulling up soundtracks like that like to listen on a whim yeah i i mean that this should have been this is a clark question for sure Mm -hmm. i can't go best one but i'm gonna go top three for different reasons so the weeb and me's gotta say uh the one winged angel song from Final Fantasy VII, the Sephiroth. Sephiroth. <laughs> that's, a that's a pretty good I, one. That's a great one. I think the second one is like the. But is that okay. the theme song? Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. If it's video game theme, then yeah, probably not. Then, um, if it's if it's theme, then maybe Mario Mario Two would be another good one because it has that cowboy. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, that one really gets me going. It gets like I, I picture like a. Chevy Chase playing My Little Buttercup and Three Amigos. But I think like one of the coolest theme songs for me, this is kind of a weird, not a deep cut, but like a weird cut. It'd be like Doom. Um, Like it's got that that, that hardcore. They have some Doom music in Fortnite right now. You can really. Oh yes, I saw the Slayer dude. Right. Yeah, yeah, the Doom Slayer is in the game right now. Yeah, that's. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and do what you did because top three is easier without putting them in any order. I would actually have to say, in every iteration of Zelda. When they finally do the theme, it's always badass and it always gets me going, you know, like um, it's like sometimes you wait a long time for it. You're like, just do the song, do the song, do the thing. And then when you do it, when they do it, it's so it's so satisfying because that first version of it got it so right. And then like every version after is always done, you know, one up on it. Uh, So that one's a really, a really high one for me. Uh, another one is the Metal Gear Solid intro music that goes do 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 do. It like that's stuck in my head forever. Does Marvel vs. Capcom two count? <laughs> gonna take so you for a ride. That's a pretty That's one of the best annoying ones ever. That's an um, earworm song for sure. It's an earworm. Yeah, yeah, and then um. What was your? Did you have and a third one, Dennis? I did, but Ricky interrupted mm-hmm. me, and I lost it. I just oh, lost no. it. <laughs> Daytona USA just... is pretty good too. Daytona. From cruising, yeah, from cruising. Sorry. Oh, you know which one has always kind of followed me in my life? Um, Toe Jam and Earl. <laughs> yeah, it's classic. 
that's a pretty good one for me too but yeah it's probably not it's probably not in my top three but i honestly forget oh you know what i know i remember what it was maximum carnage oh cool <laughs> um i don't know why that song it just that theme song just sticks in my head forever and ever and ever well would it count if you chose a theme song that was actually like a tv show song like spider-man like if you play like spider-man no. for the ps1 they play like the the spider-man theme song from the 60s unless it was made for the game mm, has to be made for the game well, these are the and new rules that it wasn't Hermione, specified in that hermione yeah, by, pussy slayer or whatever hermione mm-hmm. banger banger, banger. Um, pussy slayer <laughs> i was close all right next question for you guys wait did ricky answer yeah halo. just halo yeah, too he went with the chiptune thing okay at battle chodes 420 what's your fave superhero <laughs> action scene if you can't pick one top three. Oh, that's hey. funny oh shit so we broke we totally broke the rules you that, broke the rules oh, yeah. Hermione, Hermione banger had had one that one said best video theme song video game theme song so battle chodes what do you what do you think? Best favorite superhero action scene? If you can't pick one, top three. Mm. I think I I know one, and I don't. I I know there's like a million great ones, and like, yeah, I want to let you guys go first on this. Oh man, I probably I I know two. The third's for, I don't know. I can't think of the third. You know, as a Raimi fan, I have to go train scene amazing spider-man 2 i have to i'm i'm like contractually it's obligated pretty good it's, pretty pretty, good it's almost as good as crane scene in amazing spider-man 2 or one what's that what was what's that movie i've never heard of that <laughs> what is that movie um there there was something uh i wanted to know if uh the cuban pete sequence counts as an action i was scene. thinking of that one that, does, it, does it count as an action scene let's in the tribunal I, of nerds i I mean, I was is the mask a too. superhero? He yes. is. You see, he even says he is. I'm a superhero. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Done. I, Done. I don't think I've ever seen the mask all the way through. We're watching that. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's, that's the next happening. one. That's happening. Uh, let's see. I have to think of a third one though. Uh, when you guys stall for time, please, while I think of a. Oh, you uh, know what? No, the, the the rave scene in Blade. That's a great one. Ah, that's pretty good. You know which one? Always, like I never. Like I like it's the bar for which I I compare so many other superhero movies to Captain America, the Winter Soldier, that scene where he fights Bucky on the street, the knife and the knife, yeah, the knife drops and like oh my god, just I never get tired of watching that scene and it's so simple, it's not even like super heroic, you know, like it's just like it's peak human I don't like, abilities going on. But the choreography in that scene is so amazing that I just I I'm immersed. I'm immersed I'll, in the moment. I'll counter with that one by saying I think the Nick Fury car scene is a better scene Ooh, in that movie one. when he uh, when they crash like, his car and pin his car. It's a, it's a cool scene. It's a cool scene. I he has a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has, yes, a he has a lightsaber. <laughs> Uh, I mean, will I be will I be uh, taken down by this by this by picks? Um, for first off, Avengers Endgame, that that sequence, Avengers Assemble, I still shed a tear to this day every time I see it, and I I watch it. It's good, but I don't I don't think I don't think it's a good action scene. I think it's a good scene 
to pull at your heartstrings before it, the generic I think that's action why. scene. Because it, it pulls on so many strings where I've actively tried to watch it. It's like, not going to cry. But, but I think everything everything before the action is what's awesome. It's right? A, when Captain America stands up, tightens page. the straps on his, on his uh, shield or, you know, like. It's emotional. And, yeah. But. All, I agree with you that all of that leading up to the action is some of the best stuff there, but I don't think that's a good action scene. Do you do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe yeah. I'll get some love from Frank on this one, but that scene where the <clears> Flash <throat> looks at Super or Superman looks at the Flash in BVS or in Justice League, whatever it was, <laughs> whatever, it was. What it, what it was whatever movie fucking, it was, it was kind of fucking cool. Whatever oh yeah, when he, when he gives him that like look, yeah. That's, I can't believe cool. you didn't okay, go for the fine. fight scene in Man of Steel. That was my second pick. That I mean, I like Man of Steel. That's uh, that's cool. See, I actually got a more of an appreciation for the Snyderverse uh, over the past few months. I've been watching them a lot, so it might be just Stockholm syndrome, but I like them a, a lot better. I hold them in higher regard. Are they good movies? Mm, uh, that's hard. No, I, I can't you say should, no. You should check out the the latest, the last episode of Teen Titans Go. Yeah. Um, they wanted to do a, a, a Snyderverse version of their show. <laughs> and so they set out to go find Zack Snyder, and he actually is in the episode. Oh, wow. And he does a Teen Titans scene for them. And it's it's so it's that show reimagined as a, a Zack Snyder production. Do, do they murder Jimmy Olsen in it? or <laughs> No, but it's it's really cool looking. <laughs> like it's it's pretty cool. It's cool. They fight dark side. Oh, like that's just, that's just pretty for sweet. One scene. Yeah. It's uh, cool. Do they sing Hallelujah? Yeah. Yeah. Do they really? <laughs> no, no. Oh, I was gonna say that's awesome. That's perfect. No. no. Peak pinnacle Zack Snyder right there. I I won't I won't hate on the man's Man of Steel action scene. Like I I would never knock the special effects or action in Man of Steel. You yeah. you'll never hear me knock that stuff. I, um, I mean I like the parts on Krypton and I like because uh, that's what they call it Krypton. No, that's what uh what's his name uh. Marlon Brando called it yeah. Krypton. Crispin um, Chris Glover. I like the scene. Oh, is Crispin Glover in it? No. Smelling people's hair, acting <laughs> all weird. Um, no, I, I, I do. I like Man of Steel overall. I think it's pretty cool. I don't mind that he kills. I don't mind anything about it. It's just, it's like I don't mind it. It's not like a, I go out of my way to love it. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like the Richard Donner ones, I'll go out of my way and like watch it and love it and think it's great. Get nostalgic. I haven't seen those. Did you give three? By the way. Yeah, what was your? Well, oh, I thought we de we debunked his Avengers ascent, or you debunked his Avengers yeah. ascent. Oh, I, I was yeah. picking another one. And that, now you have to pick another one. Yeah, you do. Oh, you we do. don't. The tribunal does not recognize Avengers uh, ascent. Yeah, you asked us. Mm. Superhero action scene. I can give you another one while he's thinking. Give about me, it. give me another one. RoboCop in the in the cocaine lab. <laughs> yeah, when he just one. starts murdering everyone. And the music's playing. Oh man! I mean, every action scene in that movie is great. But like, when he's just totally like no hand or, or no 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 look, murdering people like all over the place, like and they're just dropping like flies. Yeah, it's I never get tired scene. of that one. I was gonna go jetpack scene in Robocop. Is Robocop 3, a but... superhero? <laughs> Are we? I feel like we're. Oh, the tribune! The tribunal is being re. We're being brought back. Okay, well, I'm going to say yes only because it's a comic book. It's a video game. Was it a comic book before the movie? No. I don't know. If so what? Superhero. 
What? What are you on crap? Because by, if we're going by this logic, then I'll say the the L.A. River scene in T two. Mm. Okay. Term- Terminator is a comic book, so if we're going to okay. use Robocop Why? logic, you, we have to use it. You don't Terminator. hear us saying Terminator is not a superhero. Right. I I would just figure. Do you think superheroes superhero- only come from comics? I think yes. Do you think Hercules came from comic books? No, he doesn't. I wouldn't consider Hercules a superhero, though. What the hell? Holy smokes! He's super it's, and a hero. They're they're um. I think we're we're splitting hairs. Like no, uh, you you can't you don't get to say that anymore for this like show. A, a panini like is a sandwich, but already. a sandwich is not a panini, right? Wait, no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah really, like yeah. they're like a square is a rectangle, but Ricky, a, rectangle. Yeah, a superhero we're not, is, does not have to come from comic books. Like that is that is very narrow minded. I'll pull the trump like, card and say I think Jesus is a superhero. Like I, he is, you're he splitting, is. You're splitting some weird hairs here. If, if you want to say Passion of the hairs. Christ, I don't think you understand that what that term means. If Passion of the Christ is your third superhero action Ricky, scene, a superhero is a character that back. typically possesses superpowers. <laughs> Why'd you spoil abilities it? beyond those of ordinary people and fits the role of a hero. That has nothing to do with comic books. In fact, uh, there's entire comic books that don't feature superheroes. In fact, we only interpret this as movies. This could be. It says, I what's didn't your interpret it as movies. But I mean, it says, what's your favorite superhero action scene? Oh, that's like, fair. Yeah. We, we, we could have brought up for books, the, for the book question. moments, yeah. or video for games. For the question, we did. Yeah. That was, that was our bad. Um, but yes, you're right. Uh, I mean,. Anime? You're, you're telling me everybody in My Hero Academia is not a superhero because they didn't come from a, an American comic book or Sky High? I didn't well, say I didn't, no, I didn't say American comic book. Okay, but I'm saying like Dragon Ball Z. There's some good ones. Superheroes. I like the one with Broly. I don't know why you don't know this. I just gave you the literal. Even though there is literally a, a movie called Dragon Ball Z Superhero. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Like, uh, you gotta, you got. It's not even splitting hairs. This is that's like the furthest thing from this. Like yeah, the so literal definition, hairs are split. The hairs literal definition split. of superhero is someone with superpowers that acts heroically. Right. Well, let's, let's, so, sounds let's, like Ricky's gaslighting, gaslighting, and gatekeeping. gatekeeping. We should we should split <laughs> from this question and move on to the next one. I mean, so yeah, Jesus, uh, Jesus. I mean, turning water into wine is a pretty good action scene. Oh, that's a, that's a great yeah. one. Yeah, just saying. All right, I didn't anticipate it was going long, but this is amazing though. Um, <laughs> at I can see <laughs> your hole. Where you Why is it so satisfying to watch horror flicks that have kids die in them? Yeah, that's as I always. Question. Yeah, I was gonna say as I always say, it's because you know that there's a sense of realism when a kid can die. Usually, kids get plot armor. And kids yeah. and animals get plot armor. So when you see a kid and or dog die in a horror movie, you know shit's real. I think the emphasis is on seeing it, right? Because like, perfect example is it the most recent mm-hmm. uh, it movie, like it's the first one. When they rip that kid Jordy's arm off and you see it, <laughs> yeah, I was they like, fuck that kid up in the first ten minutes of that movie. That sets the bar. That yeah. those kids are not safe. And it just made that movie so much more tense that that's, that's the bar they're going to go to. It's true. 
Frank and I often point out to each other whenever we watch something that has a kid die. <laughs> it is kid killing. It instantly makes it worth watching. Yeah. That, there was a, I think it's called Bloody Christmas or Christmas Bloody Christmas, something like that. It's on a shutter and it's a robot Santa. It's a military grade android robot Santa Claus <laughs> kind of thing. Or I don't think he's an android, but it's a robot Santa Claus and it goes ballistic or it's, it's being sold commercially. And then it goes ballistic and kills kills someone in a town. It's like Placerville or something. And like one of the one of the kids, it not only kills a kid, but it throws its uh, beheaded corpse at someone in a later part of the movie. That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. I think I like Krampus, that. Krampus, they fuck up some kid to Krampus too. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Okay. Um, yeah, I got nothing to add to that. Right. I think Frank answered that perfectly. Please don't uh, flip and, that. And, and Ricky, <laughs> please don't what? Don't clip any of this conversation. Oh, good I'm old gonna, kid killing. Yep, gonna, good old kid that so hard. All right, one last question from at Tom Hardly eighty six. Why the <laughs> fuck did you watch Catwoman? <laughs> oh man, I mean, I had never seen it, and you know what? I've heard neither, about it. Neither had I. Neither really? had I. Are you sorry, Frank? Are you serious? I None don't know if the video or I'd watch the video game being played. Like I have my ago. excuse of my youth, but you guys didn't. That was like prime Dennis and Frank times. It it did not look appealing. It looked bad. Slice. Yeah. Okay. I mean that uh, I was that was part of my my questions to you guys before we got into this. Like, well, I'm glad that it, it know, was asked there. I what think was. I think the answer for why did we watch it today or this week is because uh, I guess we kind of just answered that right. Well, we thought it'd be it'd be funny to watch, um, and I think that's I think it'd be funnier to discuss. Is honestly, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm shocked. I didn't know all three of us had never seen the movie until this week. Uh, that's awesome. I'm excited. Why don't we do this? Let's do the spotlight right. on it now. who's gonna kick off this this catwoman combo i'm I'm gonna kick it off because uh you know it's an old movie and i want to give a little bit of like uh some some preface before so then we can we can because i think we do a bad job sometimes of just recapping a movie or or whatever we watch for the audience that's that's watching at home Mm -hmm. first off i don't expect everybody watching this to have watched catwoman if it's 2023 if you spent the last 19 years never watching Catwoman, that's fine. That was a perfectly fine decision. You're good. You're good. We did this for you so that you wouldn't have to. So, yes, we did go watch 2004's Catwoman. Uh, and, you know, I mean, we're going to spoil it, but whatever. I don't think we're, 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 we're like Ricky's favorite superhero, Jesus. And <laughs> yes. we, we did it for you. We suffered for you. But let me give you the quick recap uh, and like and then some little details before we get into like our our opinions of this. So uh, the film centers on Patience Phillips, a meek designer who discovers a conspiracy within the cosmetics company she works for that involves a dangerous product that could cause widespread health problems. After being discovered and murdered by the conspirators, she is revived by Egyptian cats that grant her superhuman cat like abilities allowing her to become the crime-fighting superheroine Catwoman, while also romancing a detective who pursues her. 
Okay. That's wow. the synopsis. If you're just going to make stuff up, Dennis, I don't know if I want to be on this show. <laughs> That's the synopsis. And then let me give you just a little bit of background on this movie. It was released theatrically on July 23rd, 2004 by Warner during, Brothers. During Comic-Con. Um, and performed poorly at the box office, grossing $82 million against a budget of $100 million. The film received seven Golden Raspberry Award nominations and won in the categories of Worst Picture, Worst Actress, Worst Director, and Worst Screenplay. The film was lambasted by critics and many considered it to be one of the worst films of all time, with criticism directed at the performances, direction, CGI, editing, costume design, pacing, plot, dialogue, and unfaithfulness to the source material, which includes the lack of connection to Batman. Wait, wait, woo! That was a mouthful. What do they mean, lack of connection to Batman? There was a picture of Michelle Pfeiffer in the in the Thievius Raccoonist that Francis Conroy gave to <laughs> Patience Phillips. There was, right? There yeah. Was a brief, okay. Um, I'm I'm just gonna put this out there, guys. I'm mm-hmm. gonna put it out there for for you guys okay. to just deal All with right. it. I actually didn't hate this movie. <laughs> Oh my, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I didn't hate it. I Okay, so let me, before we get into our our our, our, our Catwoman uh, our retrospective, what, so you guys did, really didn't watch it, like, do you remember, like, why? Did you guys know it wasn't Batman adjacent at the time? Yeah, it's very obvious from the trailers it's not Batman adjacent. But like, also it very looked like obvious. shit, like utter shit. <laughs> like, it, looked, it looked terrible. The just costume her, looks her terrible. Her costume looked horrible. The she mask is heels. huge on her head. Yeah. Like it just makes her head look really tall. Like and and we could tell that in the trailers we didn't recognize any of those characters, right? Like from any Batman mm-hmm. story or anything like that. Yeah, they would have used something like Black Mask or something like that, yeah. and they would be like, "Oh, hey, that's that's Firefly, that's Black Mask, that's Gentleman Ghost," you know. And you got to understand, this is like right after we had gotten like Blade, Spider-Man. Blade Two, Spider Man, X Men. Yeah. Like you were, we were, you're on a, you're we were on an upswing. We were on a on a roll, and then DC pulled this shit on us. And we're like, what the fuck? I'm not watching this movie ever. Mm-hmm. And then like, and then yeah, I think the media just took control of the story and 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 how terrible it was. And I'm like, well, I have no reason to ever watch that movie. So like, literally today is the first time I've ever watched this movie. I mean, that's where I was at. Like, I I known from the zeitgeist that this was quote unquote a bad movie. I think famously Halle Berry picked up her Razzie in person. For this mm-hmm. movie, I heard about yeah. that. Yeah. Good uh, for her. Yeah, good for her. She owned it. And it lost money, and it wasn't good. But I'll say this: if this movie wasn't called Catwoman, if it literally just had a different title, I don't think the hate would be as as much as it was. I have a question for you. Possibly, if this yeah. movie wasn't called Catwoman, would she still be a superhero? No. Was she a superhero? Fuck you! Fuck you! She's a superhero, you liar! You can't say that just because... (laughs) Jesus is a superhero and then not Patience Phillips as a superhero. Yeah, she's a superhero just because she's not one that was printed in the comic book before doesn't mean she's not a superhero. Let me put it to you this way. Does the Karate Kid lose any cred because it's not about the DC version of the Karate Kid? I've never seen the Karate Kid. I didn't even know they were the DC Karate Kid. 
Yeah, this hurts. This hurts oh a lot. My. Oh my god. This hurts a lot. Hong anyway. Kong Fui is my karate. Oh my gosh. That and is that's, karate. That is that's racism. That's, 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 that's Kung Fu. That's racism. As I've learned, that's not the best source. Hong Kong Fui is anyways. We're getting sure. off not, we're getting off sure. track here. Frank, what did you think of this movie? Okay, so I'm I'm gonna start with this. I I kind of was was thinking about it as okay. I was watching it. Um you know uh Claus Bedelt did the music. Mm-hmm. And he he famously did the the score for like uh, Equilibrium and uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. The dun 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 dun, mm-hmm. you know. So you can kind of tell his music. And I was watching it, and I was hearing the the pure moods like theme song, the sa domwa, you know, kind of music it. playing. And I'm all like, I'm getting into this. I'm getting into this movie. And then like the record scratch moment for me was the moment she talked and she busted the Spider Man. The who am I? You sure you want to know? You know, kind kind of thing, and I'm like, "What the fuck am I watching?" And then, like, I, you know, I couldn't help. I'm not but, gonna lie, the intro was compelling. But yeah. was that? I mean, that was of its time, though, right? Like, that's like there. There is a lot of narrative. I mean, she doesn't really narrate through the whole movie, so it's inconsistent. Yeah, it's inconsistent for sure. Because, like, you, you if you're gonna narrate, you expect it to go through, like Batman, like like the yeah. Batman, mm-hmm. he does it through the whole the movie, you know, like exactly. But you need she, to have she, the consistency, yeah. And then when I saw her, I'm all like, oh shit, it's the it's the Laney the Laney Boggs Cheetah, you know that the, the um, Edward Nigma type type kind of character. She was, and I'm all like, okay, this little, is familiar. She was a little tropey for sure. Yeah. So I think what I liked about it most was was the tropes, and there there were a bunch of setups and payoffs, and I think that was pretty cool. And I think Benjamin Bratt, Benjamin Bratt's only my second favorite Benjamin Bratt. I always like uh, Jimmy Smith's. I think he's my first favorite Benjamin Bratt. But if, <laughs> if you can't get Jimmy Smith's, um, yeah, he's Jim, definitely. Benjamin Bratt was was selling it. He was like, he was looking pretty good in this movie. And he yeah, was, yeah. Like, and he was a pretty good guy. And I like I <laughs> yeah. like that. He, I like that he owned the mistake of 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 assuming that she was trying to commit suicide, like, you know, and then realizing oh wait you're just a crazy lady that actually would risk her life to save a cat yeah my bad my bad you know because like that's pretty that's pretty damning to assume that somebody's trying to commit suicide and that's the only reason they'd be out on a ledge it it was really cool to see him reprise his role from dr strange also Um, (laughs) so that's pretty i felt going to this movie i was gonna watch utter dog shit that's kind of what the internet prepared me for and i felt like what i've got was like day old little Caesars, and no, you know what I I I'm honestly, not above it. Was that good, huh? I'm Here, not above it. Here's here's my argument, and like and and Ricky, I you feel free to argue this one mm. against me. I liked it better than Morbius. Oh yeah, I I I thought it was very tropey, like the shit with like. Give me a white Russian, but hold the Kahlua, the, the vodka. <laughs> hold the vodka. No ice, no vodka. Yeah. Hold the Kahlua. I'm like, wow, and that's a lot that of breath. Moment, I was a like, lot of breath. It. Like, she's doing the whole cat thing. Like, let's. Because it's from it's very clear, like, she's not the cat woman as we know. Like, there's literally no connective tissue. Yeah. Well, like, you know, you know what made that okay for me? Mm-hmm. Uh, life. My life experiences of Catwoman. No Catwoman has ever been the same Catwoman, right? Like, like Frank and I grew up with three different ones mm-hmm. just from the old '60s show, right? And who was your, out of those three? Just sidebar: Who was your favorite? Lee Merriweather. Yeah, me too. Uh, okay. But I loved Eartha Kitt. Also, 
I love Eartha Kitt. It's just that I really, I have a special place in my heart for that movie, that Batman movie. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. And, and that's, that's why I like Lee Merriweather. And Lee, that's Lee Merriweather, right? Are there uh, no, no Catwoman stories like this where she actually gets powers? Like, is this kind of completely out of left field? Well, that's we not even, argue that's Batman not Returns. Even, that's not even Catwoman. This is a different character. This is... Yeah. This is a, not this Selena is Kyle. Catwoman. This, yeah. this is not the yeah. definite but article. Is there a story adjacent to this where a Selena Kyle or a another woman gets cat powers? Yeah, it's called uh, Black Panther. Or we could say Bat- Batman Wakanda Returns. Forever. Did they, say Bo- they, they mentioned Boston's movie, right? Boston's a real god. It's yeah. a real Egyptian god, yes. The, the, re- the reason we can say that Batman Returns Selena Kyle gets the powers mm-hmm. is because she's referenced in this movie as a Catwoman who got the powers. And also, yeah. she her whole origin was like, she died and then got and was up resurrected and by cats by making out with cats. I'll yeah, say she, the yeah. the CG in this movie a little bit better than Black Panther in some parts. Dude, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I agree. Like, I heard the CG was terrible in this movie, and there were times where I'm like, "Is this terrible? It's pretty good. Or it's is pretty it good. Pretty good." Is it I, dated like, for sure? Yes, given yes, the times, yes. nineteen years old. But is yeah. it good for its time? Yes. I, I the yeah. only uncanny valley moments I really had was when, uh, well, after you die, I guess your first power upon being resurrected as a Catwoman is having She Hulk vision, because like the CG was pretty bad in that sequence. So oh, it was yeah. like She Hulk levels of bad. When the, the, when she, the, the, the CG cats were rough. Her. The CG the cats were rough, <laughs> and I was like. The terrigen Could you use a puppet? A puppet, please. Something like that. Yeah, and you know, you know what's kind of funny about those scenes, though. My my cats don't normally react like when I play Stray or something that have cats in it. But for some reason, like they were like, look, they kept looking back at the TV every time like a cat would meow. So I wonder if they use real Uncanny Valley. Yeah, no, I don't know. I I wonder if they use like actual cat words or cat meowing or something. Cat words. Or um... maybe they said like the N word equivalent in in a cat language, and my cats were like, "Hey, what's?" What's this guy? Because like, they were worried about it. They were worried about what the cats were saying. Yeah, cats, cats were talking shit. Yeah, mad shit. But uh, the the scene where she's doing it's like a POV shot where she's climbing, like especially in the bank and climbing oh. on the walls. I thought those looked really good. I thought that was a really good cool shot. It looked pretty and good. Yeah, I don't think you see that type of shot in in most modern Marvel movies, like not Marvel, any action movie. Not, um, they were pretty imaginative. I too. thought her movement was very reminiscent of uh, Mantis in the Guardians um, holiday special last month, like when she was like jumping like from post to no, post. No, but I'm like, saying that specific POV camera on the face type of like that specific shot. Oh, I thought was the, really the really in. good. I and they, they did it a few times throughout that movie. I think t- to add to that, they were really tactical about what they used the CG for. They didn't just mm-hmm. use CG for like every single shot, like like what you see in a lot of mar- modern Marvel movies. Um, they were. I don't know why we're compared to Marvel. We should be compared to DC. But anyway, they, they, they were tactical about it, and they they used it when they needed to. They didn't seem to like. Over, they did. They didn't have an over reliance on it. No, they, they, I, I, I did feel like they bronzed her up really hard so that she would be shiny and match the texture of her CG equivalent more. And it was <laughs> a very off-putting thing because, like, I'm like, I would look at her body every time she's walking around, and I'm like. How much did you apply to yourself before you went out for the night to go beat the shit out of people? Like it's really it's it's an intense amount of like sparkly shit on her skin. That's a was, secondary. Mutation. I just always like whenever literally everything she did, there was a pose with it. 
Like <laughs> yeah. she's talking to the burglars, like. But you know what? I kind of, I I kind of dug it because she was owning it, right? Yeah, like, she, like, that's the thing. She like she, yeah. So like I was saying earlier, Barry in that role, like she, I don't feel like she phoned in her Catwoman performance. I don't think she phoned it in at all. I thought she was actually really good once she got to be Catwoman. I agree with Frank. Like the the Patience Phillips at the beginning of the movie was like a little eye rolly, but you know. It was also weird how long it took for us as the audience to know who the what the hell her name was. Like <laughs> yeah. it was like ten minutes before they gave us her name or something like well, that. Well, you know, I accept the 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 eye rolly, the Patience Phillips trope of it. Like that 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 made it seem familiar it. to me because you knew where it was going anyway. Like in, yeah, in weird yeah, hindsight, so it felt it almost felt like an anime or like a manga. Like it, everything's yeah, just so tropey like with, to the with point. Superheroes, yeah. Yeah, it, everything it, it, felt felt so tropey that you just kind of like when you accept it, you just like okay, this is not a bad movie. Like, yeah. it, it, it reminded me of what what Dennis and I were talking about with Sonic the Hedgehog. Like it was so predictable. It was so it was so good in its predictability. Like it didn't try to to Ryan Johnson up the script and subvert expectations. Yeah, it, it did just, not subvert expectations at it all. Unapologetically, Except, unapologetically, unapologetically. Huh? Um, just did its thing did its the, did its trite done thing the only thing it maybe did at the very end was subvert the expectations that she would go and be romantic <laughs> with the guy right but instead yeah. she's like nah i'm gonna go do my own thing and i was like you go Catwoman, you go Don't you know like, but i gotta say like the the things you know like we're saying we're saying like high praise kind of stuff about this movie like it's not a great movie. Don't get me wrong. Like it's no. very, like it's very rote. Like everything that happens in it, you've seen a million times in other superhero movies. With that said, the, if you, if you really want to watch somebody act like a human cat, yeah, that's what she does. She acts like a goddamn human cat through the whole movie. And it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool because it's a, like, it's their own thing. It's a popcorn film, right? Like again, it's, I think we talk about this from time to time where, if I want to go see the Oscar nominated movie, I'm going to go pick up that film and make it a thing and go in with that expectation. But if I just want to be entertained for an hour and 45 minutes, I didn't feel bad about watching Catwoman. Yeah. But the the other thing about it that, you know, bringing it back to what I was saying about how I liked it more than Morbius, which by the way, Rotten Tomatoes, Catwoman, 8%. Rotten Tomatoes, Morbius, 16%. I think it's because nobody's gone back and that reviewed little Catwoman factor, baby. recently. So I, I highly <laughs> recommend all three of us go and review it positively oh, no. and say, I don't know, guys, have you watched it lately? Um, but the thing uh-huh. that I really liked about it versus Morbius is it actually had something to say. Um, it didn't do it well, but it did have a very clear point of view, which was showing how like the cosmetics industry or you could, you know, you could translate that to the. Uh, entertainment industry or just workforce in general how they make women go through so many extra hoops to 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 just to exist right like in the in the same world as in the same space as men and so i thought sharon stone's character was really cool like how like it starts with her being ousted as the face of her cosmetics company because she's gotten too old for a woman you know what i mean but like the man is allowed to go and date 20 some year old girls like whenever however he wants and it's like it is a very one-sided world that we live in where where men don't 
age badly you know what i mean in the, in the same way and like i really thought that was cool like that it kept showing you all the the things the extra things that women have to do just to be competitive with men and you know and and like i i also really like how they try to make you believe that Sharon Stone's husband is the bad guy. But I mean, we've seen the previews for the movie and stuff and seen the video game. So we, we know that Sharon Stone doesn't sign up to be the, the side. She's the, she's obviously the villain. Right. But I appreciated that the story was trying to present that to somebody who has no knowledge of this fake universe that they created anyways, you know, like it's, it's it's kind of a surprise that it's actually Sharon Stone because Sharon Stone actually her character um, champions patience in the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie right she's a yep. she's a woman looking out for this other woman and she's like hey give her a shot let her redo the art you know the the art design so and and Which let her come in at work at midnight because that's when people work. When do the CEOs ever get involved in the art department? Like, I know. I'm pretty sure I know. they have a guy who has a guy oh, who yeah. has a guy. That goes but that, that reminded me of like the Jim Carrey of Batman Forever, sure. right? Like, like it, yeah, like yeah. people have way too much access to like the most important people of this company. It's really awkward. And why are the most important people of this company working at work at midnight? And and why is everybody working at midnight? Like, you, you know, they it's made, also funny like they're they're, so you know you know when they make technology references in movies Mm -hmm. um and like you're like oh that didn't age well you know page me or something like that you know um but jimmy smith's kind of early on says yeah i googled it and i'm all like i know right yeah that makes i was like wow that's surprising because i mean most most times they will not reference google because they don't want to have to pay google right like it was just straight they were actually googling shit he didn't say I'll Netscape Navigator it. Or, uh, <laughs> right? I'll I ask was Jeeves. I asked Jeeves. I was quite surprised by that. I did not expect that. And and like I felt the same way that you did, where I was like, hey, this this age is better than a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah, like kind of weird, huh? Uh yeah. I I kind of felt I guess I guess I'm glad that I watched it now in 2023 rather than in like, do you think you would have liked it less if you watched no, it? No, I would have hated this movie in 2004. No, I, would, I know yeah, I would have been horrible. I, I know I would have. I agree. I would but have like, said it's, 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 weird, the, like, it's the worst movie ever, but then I hadn't seen Green Lantern yet. You know, like, <laughs> I, I, um, it, it follows a lot of the same same. Um, I don't want to say pitfalls, but it follows the, a lot of the same formula that MCU dubbed the MCU kind of follows. Um, but I think, in a weird way, it handles it a little better in this movie. Like it's a little more subdued. Mm-hmm. Um, than it is is the MC. I, I think the payoffs are a little better in Catwoman, and it's kind of, kind of weird to say that. But well, because it goes full circle. Where I think it it if you if they stopped halfway through with the tropiness of it all, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think it would work. But they just commit to it. So it's like, yeah, like you 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 come all the way, you come full circle by the end of that movie. Yep. You know. Yeah. Do I? Is there a part of me like that's that that purist that says like? Why wasn't she Selena Kyle? Why wasn't she um, in Gotham City? You know, why wasn't she? Did they ever see why... the city? No. Why? I I didn't like the C- the CG city of it all. Like they kept doing C. It reminded me of Batman Forever. They kept doing CG zoom ins of buildings and stuff like that, like cityscapes, and then zoom into a building. And I was just like, can't you just use a real city? Because you're not like I don't. It's got to be cheaper than this. But um. 
I, I, I get, I get it. You know, like I understand, like there is a me that was, would have been really cranky and I, and was knew I knew that then I knew in 2004 that that wasn't Selena Kyle. I knew cause I'd seen interviews and she's playing Patience Phillips and I'm like, what? Who the, who the, who the F is Patience is Phillips? Yeah. You know, like, oh, oh shit. They already used the F bomb. <laughs> it's fine. Sorry. Um, but no, it's, it's, I was just really weirded out by those things then, but like, here we are. 2023 and i'm like so darren cross is modok okay (laughs) fine it's fine you know because like at a certain point it's like do you just want to see the thing and you just want to see them do the thing or do you need it to be everything you know like do you need it to be everything everything i don't don't want any of it (laughs) like in this day and age i'm done with all of it i'm so done with all of it that catwoman was a good movie to me (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. Catwoman was all the things. That, I mean, that she did is, the thing. Not, she had not. the whip. Yeah. She she robbed a. She got jewelry. She uh, she, she had bling on her on her she claws. Had she drank milk. She but she, you can't deny that she was the most catwoman 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 there there ever was. The catwoman. She's like, pretty you know, catwoman. She's with uh, Benjamin Bratt. Yeah, sushi, and she's like, <laughs> she's you know, cats, cats love fish, so let's make a scene where she eats a bunch of fish. Like, so if so, left unchecked, uh, when I have when I order salmon sushi, my cats will go fucking ham on it, just the way she did. So like, I was kind of glad for the inclusion of that scene. That was one of three moments that made me laugh out loud. The second the second moment was uh, when they were playing basketball, and the kid at the end is all like, uh, "Can I have my ball back?" <laughs> like. That that part cracked me up. Like they didn't I will care. Say, that, like, I will say the basketball scene was probably the most painful scene for editing. Like that was some serious. There was like eighteen cuts in like five I, seconds. I want to disagree scene. with that because there there was a conversation between her and her friend Sally that had like six million cuts. I was getting like okay. a seizure from that scene. Yeah, that's from the. I got though. I got a seizure from the basketball scene, but yes, yeah. like I think that was. I think the editing betrays that movie. I think the dialogue betrays that movie. And I think the, the, I think her costume betrays that movie. Her costume too. greatly like, betrays that. I actually, I like her costume like a hooker, from the jewelry man. store. The yeah. jewelry store costume I thought was pretty cool. The jewelry store I'd costume like was store cool. Costume. Yeah. I um, really liked up. her in the jewelry store, but I don't understand why those were like the worst jewel thieves ever. They didn't There's, say a word. They didn't say a single they were word. Terrible. Hey, if I had to pick a Catwoman costume, like if I were ranking live action Catwoman costumes, yeah, I think Anne Hathaway is probably number one. Oh I my really god, the, I like Anne Hathaway. Costumes alone, just you guys, you guys like that? Okay, I like what they did with the goggles best. and the ears. I thought that was pretty pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, Anne Hathaway is my favorite. I do like Zoe Kravitz costume, the the her little beanie with the ears. No. And then I go with this one, and I put Michelle wow. Pfeiffer. Michelle next. Pfeiffer's last. Oh, I definitely don't put Michelle Pfeiffer I last. I put Michelle Pfeiffer last on my list. You put Michelle Pfeiffer in the corner. Yep. No, no. I, I think I just, she she's my number one. Michelle Pfeiffer, and then Jewelry Heist costume is number two for the sure. The thing about the thing about Michelle Pfeiffer is if you've ever seen that costume in real life, like at a Planet Hollywood, it is insane how thin that waist is. Like. Yeah, it does not make sense that she wore that, but it's 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 cool. It's cool. Like uh, and yeah, and that was real whip work that she learned how to do. Like, is that true? Holly Berry didn't do yes. whip work in that movie. Cool. 
No, she actually took the heads off those mannequins with. with oh wow! Her. Yeah. Oh wow! Like that was legit. Like they were very impressed with Michelle Pfeiffer in that movie. Um, that's, that's cool. That's yeah. back in the day when you actually had to work out, unlike Natalie Portperson in uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, um, with with her non beefed out arms. In real life, she that's a hot. Have, that's a she, hot take. She does not have she beefed was, out arms in real life. Buff. Natalie Portperson, she was that movie, buff. She was pretty buff, yeah. In the movie, she's buff. She, in no, real she life, got she pretty buff for that. Did movie. you not see like production she, like stills of her like when like I, I did. She, she's definitely not as buff as she is, and no, she's well, not they, buff now. She toned well, down. Well, they juiced her a bit in the movie. Yeah, they juiced. No, she was buff on the set of that movie. She was really buff. Okay, we we can move on because that's. Not well, you're true. the one that that's brought not that true. up. Catwoman, yeah. I loved it. I brought that up because it's not true. No. <laughs> the only cat thing she didn't do was shit in a box. Um, I, yeah, maybe that's in the deleted scene or something. She did. She, I love the little catisms. I loved her her little sayings. Like when she's with Benjamin Brad on the rafters of that Cirque du Soleil random <laughs> rich people play. <laughs> the, the, the Shen Yu or whatever it's called. Oh, my or... gosh. Well, I'm trying to think of one thing she said. Like, she's teasing Benjamin Bratt with the handcuffs and gives him a kiss. And then Benjamin Bratt, like, takes the kiss imprint to this forensic lab. And yeah, oh it my, takes, it's you so, gotta take the kiss imprint so to the forensic cheese. lab. I will say, I thought he was a decent cop up until he tried to confront Sharon Stone by himself with no, no backup. No backup. And then yeah. got shot. <laughs> like, I'm like, did you think this part through? Officer mm-hmm. alone, because that's dumb. You know who else was great in this movie? Alex Borstein. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, she was a great supporting character. She tied it back into the main story. Rosie O'Donnell, no, that, she, no. she had like a, a Sokovian accent, I think, because it sounded like Alex. Alex Borstein's from um from Family Guy. It's Lois. So she had a Sokovian uh, accent because she sounded like a twenties gangster, the way Wanda does. That's yeah. what she sounded like to me the whole time. Man, see, I, I really I, like Benjamin Brandt. Yeah. I just really enjoyed that character, and I, 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 I really wanted to see the final scene of her with her face melting off, and um, I was a little disappointed that we didn't get that. Uh, but no, other than that, like it, it was, it was cool that they worked her into the whole movie. Like the, the you know, like a she movie was the fun. The fun friend, the fun good yeah, friend. Yeah, she was the fun friend. At least she got like a name. Like the the other the gay guy was just like uh, generically. Yeah. Oh, hey, look at it's a man sandwich. And you know, watching thing. it, I was very surprised that he didn't get a bigger role. I thought he was going to be like the the pug or like the. It felt the kind like would have yeah. been in a in a in a twenty twenty movie that guy would have had like a whole. That's that's the story. only subversion that actually stuck. Yeah, exactly. The the other thing I, I wanted to go back to the making me laugh. There's a CG scene, um, the cat scene when she was drowning. It made me laugh so hard that I got a, I got a headache, and I had to turn off the movie and take a nap because I was laughing so hard when those cats brought her back to life during that scene. The cat circle. Yeah, the cat circle, and they're all like dancing around. And like, was it better than cats though? It was it was a hundred times better than cats. Oh, man. And then the cats all looking and it's all yeah, like like yeah. dancing and stuff. That movie like, oh, man. is like it starts out with the history of cats, basically. <laughs> the I intro this movie credits. Starts history of cats. Yeah, though, like, oh no, the, I'm this movie starts with the history movie, history of cats, and then when she figures out something's wrong, she searches the web and 
cats. Cats. cats dot Diabolical yeah, cats, cats in history. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the one that just sent me. Was she Googling or was she Netscape navigating? Was well, it we didn't see because they, they zoomed in. Like the movie oh. relies heavily on like zoomed in shots often, but to its benefit in the, in the navigation or the search se- sequence, you don't get to see the, the Google tabs or anything like that. You don't get to know, Those you know, uh, beefed up their lawyers. Yeah. Right. Uh, pre, pre, uh, you know, pre the show starting, uh, I was talking about the the Thievius Raccoonus that Francis Conroy throws to Patience Phillips, and like, dude, there's a there's a there's a knight that's a cat that has little little ears built yeah, into know. her helmet. That's amazing. That's probably my favorite cat person. That's the cat person I would love a prequel on if we were gonna if they were gonna ever bring this back. If if James Gunn is listening, hey you, man, you know God bless Francis Conroy for doing that that movie because she really does do as much as she can with this weird character. That's like the doctor strange of crazy cat ladies. As far as yeah, I can yeah. tell, she's Madam she, Webb. She's like the Madam Webb. Of yeah. Crazy yeah. Ladies. I, well, I'm not going to knock it. Like who, who was the, the witch, the crazy witch in uh strawberry cherry, uh, brand new cherry flavor. Boros. Oh yeah. 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 Um, uh, uh, Catherine, Catherine, um, it's the it's the it's the girl from Get Out. Yeah, the girl from Get Out. So, the, like the, the woman from Get Out. Yeah. Uh, who, who, uh, that person, like she gave me that person's vibes from uh, Brand New Cherry Flavor. Like, yeah, she was like the I weird. She was like a mix between her and Madame Web to me, but for cats. Yeah. Like if the upcoming uh, DC feature film, The Flash, uh, if he travels in the multiverse in that movie and lands in the Holly Berry Catverse. I would be pretty fucking stoked. <laughs> I I liked her. I mean, in the in the grand scheme of DC movies, this was a better one than a lot of DC movies, man. Yeah, like this... it really uh, was. When did when did Superman Returns come come out? Two thousand six. Oh. Okay, so these aren't too far apart. What was the DC movie before this? What was there? I guess Steel. Bat Batman and Robin. Okay. Batman and Robin. Is that right? Probably Batman. Was that nineteen ninety eight? No, no, it wasn't it. Batman, Batman Begins. When was Batman Begins? That's Batman 05. Begins, yeah, is it five? 05, 05, yeah. yeah. Batman right Begins after. happened after this. Yeah. Wow. They were yeah. Maybe, maybe they no. teed up Batman Begins. No, 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 no. Batman Begins was. Oh, you're right. It was. I thought it was two thousand three. Yeah, because two thousand. Because uh, uh, yeah, Dark Knight. Yeah, Dark Knight yeah. came out the same year as Iron Man. Two thousand eight. Yeah. 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 Wow, mm. how far we've come. Mm. It's like when you find out that the Amazing Spider-Man came out like the year before the Avengers. <laughs> and like, it came out wow. after, didn't it? No, it was, was before. It, after? it was 2011. Uh, Avengers came out in yeah. 2012. Yeah, it came out in 2011 and then Avengers 2012. And then, and then. No, Spider- I think it after because I remember seeing I was in high school when the Avengers came out. I was not in high school when the Amazing Spider-Man came out. Oh, it says Amazing Spider-Man came out in 2012. Yeah. When? When in 2012? Though? Let me see. July third. July. Wow. So right after mm-hmm. Avengers. Yeah, it was this right a few months after. Oh, Avengers, like a May, month, a month or two apart. May fifth. Gotcha. Oh. Gotcha. Well, in any us. case, he schooled us. In any case, um, I, were were you guys surprised to have a positive? Because again, I was watching this movie. I watched it at work, and I was, I was like, I 
I don't hate this. Like it was a super, it was super weird. I had to reassure. I, I like this that, way better than working. I, I mean, it was more entertaining than my workday for sure. So, I'm, I'm gonna say this. Do I think it's a great movie? No. Do I, do I give it like a six out of ten? Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's, it passes. It passes. If you're, like if you're cleaning the house, would this be on your TV? No, absolutely not. I would let this movie be on the TV though. I would because wow. it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny, right? Funny, in the same, right? Yeah. In the same, in the same way that you know, I can't ever stop watching Batman Forever, like, mm-hmm. or how you like to watch Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. This is campy fun, right? It's campy fun, and I feel bad that I've denied myself for 19 years the opportunity to, to yeah, laugh at this watches. movie. So, so yeah. unironically, you give it a six out of ten. Yeah. I yeah, think it's a good six. I is that, is that yours, Ricky, too? Also, because yeah. I would say the same. What? what so, I like uh, jokingly, like as as a as a just stupid movie. What do you do? You give it a different rating? Like, do do you have different scales? Like, uh, I don't think I have different scales. But like, I don't if think I, it was stupid could, enough to make me laugh out loud. Like, because as a, as a real movie, you know, you'd give it like a three or a four out of ten. Like critically. Like you'd give it like, like a two out of ten. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, We're talking about superhero movies. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, yeah. If that's, I were to sell this movie on okay. someone, like, hey, like a coworker would be like, "You want to have a real good time? You should get drunk and watch Catwoman." That's a pretty. That'd be. A I pretty wish fun I movie. was drunk. I would watch this movie again. Honestly, like wasted. Like it's. It was so much better than I thought it was gonna be, and I'm. I'm honestly sad that I I just denied myself that joy because I was some like hate-filled purist that you know what i mean like shirts at the it's next so Comic-Con. much more fun to go like like Cat i know it's not that bad <laughs> i know it was like the straw that broke the camel's back for you last year when we were like hey we got to go watch morbius and you're like i don't want to go watch morbius and so ricky and i did it and i was angry because i didn't really enjoy that experience of going to see that movie in theaters yeah but I have it in me now, right? Like it's there. I've seen it now. <laughs> it's a part of you. It's a part it's of me. You're right? a better man. It's a part of me. And so like it it makes me question what other movies are out there that I refused to go see back in the day that maybe I should try watching because hindsight is 2020, right? And like I think I think this movie aged a lot better than a lot of superhero movies have. Like, just accept the fact, like, you, Ricky started from saying, like, if you just accept that this movie is not Catwoman, and it shouldn't have been called Catwoman, but it should have been called A Catwoman. <laughs> a Catwoman. That would have been or, a cool title. Yeah, or The Catwoman. You know what I mean? Like, Cat Chick. Slap an article on yeah, there. Yeah, what did the guy say? Cat Broad? Cat Broad. Cat Broad. Yeah, cat or Crazy Cat Lady. I would be cool with Crazy Cat Lady. That's a um, cool title. It's it's a cat lady. It's a full-on cat lady. It's and like it's, a gunpowder milkshake-esque t- yeah. level uh, title. And if you have space in your heart for the mask or Batman and Robin, you can have you can have space in your heart for this movie. You know, like yeah, it's yeah. it can't be fun. And 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 like the action's pretty cool for it's cat right, action. Yeah. For cat action, you know, like it's, you know, it's, some of the establishing shots were really good too. Like they use a lot of angles and they use a lot of weird, like one-shot takes yeah. of the camera, like going in from the from the window, like through the apartment the CG and city buildings. Looks pretty good. I actually, yeah. I like. I I know you hated on it, but I actually like the CG city buildings. I don't mind it. Um, I think the, it brought me in. 
the one thing that kind of took me out of it, well, it, it kind of made me laugh, but in retrospect, thinking about it later on, is when she gets stabbed with glass. And instead of going like, Meow, or something like that, she goes, <laughs> like, she makes like the weirdest monkey noise ever. And it, that it, was it, jarring for me because I, I think it was such a chill movie. And then she just gets shanked in the leg. And I was like, yeah. whoa, that was like, that was, yeah, was violent. Like, I wasn't I expecting that. Yeah. I was more cool with Benjamin Bratt getting shot in the shoulder than I was like her getting stabbed in the leg. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, whatever. I think I'll put this movie above that middle 2000s era of Marvel movies Fantastic Four, Ghost Rider. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're getting crazies there. I, I think I like the. I have be fair. I haven't seen those movies in a long time. Mm-hmm. From from memory, I think it's not. I like this it's not time. better than Fantastic Four. Okay. I think I think it's better than Rise of the Silver Surfer, but maybe not. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing: like Chris Evans kills it in that movie, dude. Like, it's, yeah, he's charming the, as hell. Yeah, Michael Chiklis is amazing. Yeah, he's yeah. But it's fine. We can we have so many crappy movies that we can watch throughout the years, uh, you know, and 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 revisit. I found a list of about 400 American movies that are all superheroes that aren't that aren't DC or Marvel. So I Ricky probably thinks none of them are. Superheroes. Yeah, they're probably not superheroes. Um, <laughs> like the Lone Ranger. Oh, yes. no, that's a problem. I don't want, I don't know if I can support that movie. Do you know there's like a bunch of them, right? There's not just. It's not just the army I, hammer. I, one. I know. You know, Christopher the, I, Reeve has been the Lone Ranger too, right? Yes, I know. You, you guys should bring me back for Zorro the Gameplay. You guys watch that one. <laughs> Zorro the Gameplay. I know Zorro, right? That's a, yeah. that's another good one. But anyways, like, I I think we should do more of this. I think it'll be fun, like, to go and revisit things that that maybe not just Ricky has has not seen, but like, I I had fun with this one, and so yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if you if you want a good time. Get hammered, watch Catwoman. It's way better than you think it's going to be. You got and it's way better when you're hammered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got anything else to add? Or, or are we going to wrap this up? I think we'll wrap it up. That was, I, I was, yeah, I, I think I I'm just point. raw in a collective shock on how much we all enjoyed that movie. We did. <laughs> We're in a shock that it was a six. That's amazing. Hey, man. It's got an 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. I expected to watch the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it was not that. It wasn't even remotely that. Um, but yeah. Okay, I'm going to say thanks to Frank and Ricky for nerding out with me today. We'll be back uh, next time to talk about uh, something else that I'm still working out the details of. I know up in the in the future, in uh, February, we're going to be rewatching the uh, Ant-Man movies um, just to kind of like get us hyped up for the uh, Quantumania movie. Um, so wait, you're yeah. going to use Ant-Man and the Wasp to hi- to hype you up for that? Wow, that's weird. We're going to watch yeah, both Birch, Ant-Man movies. Uh, who, who uses Ant-Man and the Wasp to hype themselves up for anything? Um, we do on this show, and oh. you're not invited to that one. <laughs> How about that? All right, bring me back for Zoro the Gay Blade. and I'm... I'll bring you back. Yeah, okay. And uh, thanks to Patri- our patrons for supporting our growth and to our, uh, our audience that tunes in uh, later. This is pre-recorded right now. Um, if you had fun, please remember to like and subscribe and check us out. Uh, where, Frank? Where? Where can they check us out? Oh, I don't even know. I don't even know anymore. Oh, anymore. no. Has you lost the changed? juice. Has, no, it's the same. changed? On Patreon.com. On Patreon.com. Be sure yeah. to check 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 these two out on Patreon. And, and, uh, and uh, you, can also, you can also check us out on The Soapbox, which is our live show uh, Friday nights. Um, and, yeah, we'll be doing that. So, yeah. 
I think uh, see you next time on Dan Excelsior, True Believers. Enough said. See you guys.